1: Hello, I'm Annie Zaltzman. This is another issue of Top Stories, bringing you another top story from another issue of The Bugle. Now, here at The Bugle, we love an eccentric leader. And by love, I also mean quite often hate. And rash decisions and questionable morals abounded in December 2010, as John Oliver and I recorded issue 137, entitled Crazy Special.
0: Top Story this week, Crazy Roundup. and the. Things have been so serious in the world over the last few weeks with WikiLeaks, (laughs) ongoing problems in Afghanistan, economic austerity measures rolling out across Europe, that it's easy to overlook the smaller, eccentric acts of insanity (laughs) that the world provides every single day. It's a dance As old as time, Andy, humans will get up in the morning, get dressed, and somehow feel motivated to do the stupidest bullshit you could possibly imagine. In many ways, it's intensely life-affirming to know that, even in the toughest times, we as a species can pull out the kind of platinum-grade crazy that you'd only expect during boom periods. So sit back, buglers, relax, and enjoy some of the more inspirational mayhem that the world has provided this week. China crazy news now! <laughs> Peace Prize Wars! And China have been very vocal in their opposition to... Uh, now, you're going to have to help me here. Is it Lu Xibao? Yeah, near enough, John.
1: Is it <laughs> well, Lu do is, is it I don't near, know. Enough well, near, enough near
0: enough for what? Near enough for me, to not John. be offensive. I, I know who you're talking
1: about. Okay. He's Lu, not going to be able to listen, so he doesn't care. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the point. He's Lu Jibao has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. And, you know, where the world sees him as a brave dissident standing up to a tyrannical government, China sees him as a annoying dissident standing up to the great and mighty China who deserves to be crushed un- into dust under a proud Chinese boot. <laughs> Rather than the Nobel Committee giving him a prize, they prefer it if uh, everyone watched China put a brightly coloured cloth over Lu Bao and his family, then everyone closely watched a lady in a gold bikini walk in front of the cloth, then watch China pull back the cloth, revealing that... Everyone has magically disappeared, (laughs) then everyone applaud and ask, how did they do that? Without, in fact, wanting an answer to that question.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think you're misinterpreting this, John. Uh, England have been uh, accused by Sepp Blatter, the uh, FIFA's head dickbag, of being um, bad losers after complaining about uh, FIFA Uh giving the World Cup to two of the world's more enthusiastically corrupt nations. And I think what China are doing here is just being bad winners. They're just being excessively modest. Be oh, a peace prize for one of ours? No, no, we couldn't possibly accept. I mean, it's <laughs> terribly kind of you, Nobel Committee, but please, you're embarrassing us now. And no,
0: do please give it to someone else, we really don't mind. <laughs> really. Well, in fact, China got turbo pissy about the nomination <laughs> as soon as it happened, and have derided the members of the Nobel Committee as clowns, <laughs> and excused them of orchestrating an anti-China fuss. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who translated that statement into English, Andy? Was it an elderly Victorian man? <laughs> Did he go on to say that China thinks the Nobel Committee have created a real ballyhoo over what is essentially nothing more than a kerfuffle in a teacup?
1: Turbo Pissy, wasn't that the uh, title of your debut album, wasn't it?
0: Yes, it was. They were a
1: rap artist. Misunderstood and ahead of
0: its time, Andy. <laughs> Graphic, China certainly. China are trying to provide <laughs> to persuade countries not how to m- how attend. How many Arinals got broken in the videos for that? Ah, it was yeah okay more than more than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> it was actually it was actually 26. <laughs> it's but good, it good he- stats, good numbers. Hell, Hell of a video though. <laughs> Hell of a video. Three left standing. <laughs> uh, China are trying to persuade countries not to attend the ceremony and uh, are preventing Lou, uh, who is a currently serving a 11-year sentence, and any of his family from attending. But i have to say that uh, if when Liu Bao first heard that he'd been nominated, if he thought that was the worst thing the government was going to do to him, he'd have done a little jig. <laughs> so it, basically, in response to all this, China has decided to create their own peace prize to rival the Nobel Peace Prize and announced their winner this week. Is there a more childish response... <laughs> Than that, Andy. It is, phys- is it physically possible to respond in a more infantile way? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't like your treehouse, so I'm going to build my own treehouse. And it's going to be much bigger than your treehouse. And everyone's going to want to come to my treehouse instead of yours. Enjoy your stupid little treehouse that no one's going <laughs> to care about, you poopy head.
1: That's all happened before, John. It's just like when America made up baseball because they were so shit at cricket. <laughs> you know, how, how can I hit the ball when I'm so busy eating grits and seeing my psychologist? <laughs> I better win better than no game. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I could get some voiceover work too, what do you reckon? reckon? Well,
0: I think it can't hurt
1: trying.
0: That's what I think. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think you're going to get any voice work that isn't in kind of 1930s screwball (laughs) (laughs) comedy.
1: Oh, that's a shame. Uh, A a niche is a niche, John. I'm not denying that.
0: China are calling this the Confucius Prize. And I think Confucius would be profoundly to standing (laughs) that after his lifetime of philosophical teachings and lectures on government morality, he was being used as a poster boy for a petulant piece of pathetic (laughs) point scoring.
1: (laughs) Well, I think you can understand why they're so pissed off, John. Because the Nobel Committee, clearly from their point of view, they did not pick the right guy. Because the Chinese attitude is, well, you wanted peace... What about the head of the army who calmed that protest down and made Tiananmen Square safe for yeah. pedestrians and cyclists again? Yeah, Where is his prize? He restored order, John.
0: He deserves a, the prize. It's all the way you look at it, isn't it? It's all subjective awards. <laughs> so it's, all, it's very complicated. The, the awards committee said that the new Confucius uh, Prize was created to, and I quote, "...interpret the viewpoints of peace of the Chinese people." Before, I think, looking around to the men in suits and dark glasses behind them saying, "...is that okay?" D- did I get that right? When can I see my wife again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the first winner was the uh, ex-Taiwanese vice president Lian Chan, yep. who saw off uh, some pretty illustrious competition actually on the uh, on the shortlist, uh, including uh, Bill Gates, the uh, computer fan philanthropist mm-hmm. and uh, erstwhile producer of f- irritating computer operating systems involving <laughs> needless updates of word processors. <laughs> uh, also saw off Jimmy Carter. the deposed American president and three-time winner of the person about whom it is most often asked, is he still alive, award. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nelson Mandela, the celebrity former jailbird. Um, And uh, the Panchen Lama, uh, Tibet's number two-ranked lama, uh, who must have won a very close runoff in the nominations race against the other Panchen Lama, the original kid that the Chinese government confiscated in the mid-90s and replaced with their own five-year-old stooge. Now, that is young to be a stooge, John. I mean, this this kid must have been a prodigy well I know the go- British go- British government wanted to use me as a stooge when I was only four they wanted to uh, install me as the new Shah of Iran just a you know, kind of puppet but um, the previous one got turfed out and it never quite came off because the uh, well the Iranian revolutionaries weren't that keen on it so they said it would defeat the object of having chucked out the old uh, Shah and besides my parents uh, were a bit iffy about it particularly as my elder brother was already being trained up to take over as president of Egypt in the event of anything happened to Anwar Sadat so uh, and I wasn't that keen I just got a new toy truck that I didn't want to let go of So. Yeah. Uh, didn't quite work out. But this kid, awesome. I mean, a five-year-old stooge, that must be some kind of record.
0: It's, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. You know, if you're good enough, you're old enough. I think yeah. that's China's, China's <laughs> take on that. All of this means that uh, the Nobel Medal and money won't be handed out for the first time since 1935, when Hitler prevented the anti-Nazi writer Karl von Orsetsky from uh, picking up the prize, and in fact started his own award <laughs> in its place, the German National Award for Art and Science, in protest. And uh, the Nobel <laughs> officials have said the... This uh, 1.4 million dollar award can only be collected by the laureate or close family members, and I bet this has led to a rush on renting out any Lugia bow costumes. I think. <laughs> yeah, I made it. The, the cash, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I just uh, sneaked out. You yeah. know, I've, I've seen the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. So yeah, I just uh out. I'm surprised I'm here too. Yeah. But
0: uh, yeah, really. Uh, really happy so to get the award, obviously.
1: Tremendous honour, and uh, just want to get back out there and do, do a bit more peace, and uh, hopefully uh, retain my title next year. I'm not taking questions, thank you! <laughs> British crazy news now, and BBC radio newsreader James Nochte has not been fired, after living up to his name this week and being very Nochte indeed, and calling a government minister a <laughs> Straight up of course he claimed it was a slip of the tongue and that when he said jeremy there was no uh, colon between uh, the words jeremy and the word and the word c-. uh-huh. and that he was in fact spoonerizing the cultures uh, minister's uh, culture secretary's surname Hunt and his job title Culture secretary now this okay. is clearly a bit far-fetched on particularly he he really hit the sea of c- as if he meant it he, he <laughs> properly said c-. first up after the news we're going to be talking to Jeremy. C- And then proceeded to giggle his way through through the next minute of the news bulletin whilst claiming that he had a cough. uh, I'm sorry, I have a cough. Clearly a Freudian blooper from the uh, what's known by sceptics as the Bolshevik Broadcasting Corporation. And uh, maybe there's something in this, John, because we can exclusively reveal that Bugle has received a leaked copy of Nochty's script from the Today programme, and in fact, if anything, he toned it down. Because the original script says, first up, after the news, we're going to be talking to Jeremy the f***ing to see what the c*** has to f***ing say about the f***ing government f***ing yes. over every single c*** in Britain. Yes, it's the man who puts the c*** into this country is going <laughs> to the dogs. Jeremy c-t, the halter secretary. And tomorrow we'll be speaking to Alistair Luckpig, the farming minister. Yeah, a few Christmas bleep for you, Chris. Yeah, thanks very much, Andy. Yeah. Anyway, if you just type um, James Nocte into YouTube, you'll you'll not be disappointed. It's great to see a grown man, a respected broadcaster, just giggling and at having sworn. <laughs> it's the last thing to go, John. I think that's the first thing you learn as a child and the last thing you lose as a broadcaster. Thank you for listening to that top story from a Bugle past. Now help keep the Bugle alive in the present, and indeed, more importantly, the future, by joining the Bugle voluntary subscription scheme at thebuglepodcast.com.
0: Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle
1: here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now?